0: All right, welcome back to Locker Room Talk. It's just Bryson Connor, no Egan, second week in a row. <laughs> you know it. All right, on this episode of Locker Room Talk, it's XFL
1: week two. So we'll get into that, give you a full recap and our thoughts on uh, week two, of the XFL action. We're also going to get into the Astros versus the MLB, really, Astros versus the, the world. Um, and then it was also All Star or NBA All Star weekend. So we'll get into that as well and give you some thoughts there. Very controversial uh, dunk contest. And the NBA All Star game is actually wrapping up right now as we speak. Um, Okay, here we go. um all right well the nba all-star game that just ended right now on a free throw um right i believe that's it
0: yeah that's what's trending on twitter okay they were saying it was such a really good game up until that moment yeah it was like you know both teams it was basically next point wins it and then they took it to the free throw line and I think it was like 156, 155. And
1: that it did. Says, yeah, me if this game ends on a free throw. So it looks like it's not quite over yet, maybe.
0: Well, the goal is to 157. Um, I don't know what's what's going on there. But one of the highlights of that, that game was Kyle Lowry uh, taking a charge. Yeah, from yeah, LeBron. From, yeah, take it from LeBron, and then yeah. uh, from James Harden. He drew a drew a foul. Oh, did you really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was that Just was what, now, that, that, yeah. what his
1: turnover was. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So Kyle Lowry uh, trying to bring defense to the All Star game. Um, but in my opinion,
0: I think this this All Star game was one of the most entertaining games by far in the past. Yeah. In years prior, it's kind of just been like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, no defense. I'm just going to shoot around, screw around.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't really watch the All-Star game because I don't like watching, like, non-competitive sports. Yeah. Because, like, I know they're not trying. It's like the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's just like, it's not fun to watch, you know, guys run around and just not try and just, Right, just sit around. Yeah. No, this one was, uh, it was exciting, though. The rules were, you know... They were kind of interesting, and uh, it was you know they were going with the whole we're doing it to honor Kobe thing, and I don't know I just again feel like
0: I thought it was cool though I I did like the jerseys yeah that was good I honoring that. the twenty four and then two for Gianna yeah um, that was really cool I I yeah. I thought the uniforms were really cool but yeah I didn't really look into the rules and like how like what they add twenty four points to the final total. Yeah. At the end of the fourth quarter?
1: I, I, you see, that's, that's a the I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it, it was just weird because, like, like, I turned the game on. So I saw the score on Twitter uh, when I was finishing up watching the last XFL game. Um, and the score said that it was like 56, 55. Mm-hmm. So I turned on TNT and I see the game is 12 to 10 right. in the second quarter. And really? I'm going, what? Like, I kept refreshing that. Yeah. That app, so I'm thinking there's no way that's correct. Yeah. And then it turns out, then I finally looked at, there was like a little ticker in the top right corner of the screen that had like the total score. Mm. But then there was the score per quarter.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know. It was just, it was weird. It kept, it was throwing me off. I'm like, I don't know. I just. I think
0: I, I think I get what they were trying to do. They were just doing the score by the quarter. So like if it's, you know, the first quarter was 36 to 30, it Mm. shows that quarter and then they move on zero, zero next quarter and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Right.
1: Sure. Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, but anyways, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um,
1: you know, I, I liked everything else that had to do with Kobe as far as wearing the jerseys, like the jersey numbers, that was cool. Um, I liked all the tributes that they did with Common at the beginning when he was doing his mm-hmm. um, like his verses and everything, and then Chance the Rapper. Um, he actually he I'm not like a huge Chance the Rapper fan, but he did pretty well. Yeah. I, I yeah, he he was good. good. I I respect him a lot more now because he brought out everyone in the song "I'm the One" except for Justin Bieber. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. That um, they had Quavo DJ Khaled, and then not Justin Bieber. So I was pretty. Yeah. I was kind of everyone fun. but Justin. Yeah. Bieber. <laughs> right. Um, who dropped an album recently that was
0: very uh, average? Yeah, very
1: average album. It's too bad. A lot of people are looking forward to that, but I mean, it's like. When you look at him and he's got like a bleach mustache, like Antonio Brown, he's right. for that look. you know, it's just like, eh, is he trying to ruin his career? Probably not like? yet. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, okay, the NBA dunk contest that was very controversial. Um, oh my god! We found out that the judges don't know how to do math, and that's why you just that's why you just shouldn't rig. You just shouldn't try to rig anything. Like, just let no. the let the dunk contest play out. Aaron Gordon had, like, four straight 50-point, like, perfect 50-point yeah. dunks. And then they tried to make it go into... I didn't think that it needed to go into extra.
0: No, there was l- no reason Like a to. showdown. No. No. I mean, who was who he matched up against? It was Aaron Gordon. Between Aaron Gordon and... Uh, uh, who won uh, it? Who was it? What's his name? Oh, uh, my goodness. Can't think of his name. But... I mean, yeah, you well, get, you, four, get you get 4 50 point dunks, you should be able to win. That that's what I I I'm saying. Know. Doesn't matter who he's going up against. He had won the crowd. He, you know, put on some insane dunks mm-hmm. going in. And there I I didn't see there I I didn't see a point for it to go into extras and him ending up losing it. I thought it was a little ridiculous. You know, uh, everyone Took to Twitter and said, "You know he got robbed, and now Aaron Gordon's not going to yeah. do it in the in the future if he gets selected to another All Star game."
1: Right. Okay. Derrick Jones Jr. That's right. d double J. Yeah. As uh, everyone calls him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, d J squared. Yeah. D. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. So he he um, I mean he not to take credit away from him he did throw down some pretty insane dunks oh, although. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the whole thing. I was keeping updates on Twitter. I only saw Aaron Gordon's dunks, and that was how I knew Aaron Gordon was in the lead. And then I watched the full recap of it. And while Derrick Jones yep. Jr. did have good dunks, yeah. not trying to take credit away from him, but I thought that it was pretty clear who the winner should have been. Oh, and head Gordon. and shoulders. Yeah.
0: Head and shoulders, Aaron Gordon. I mean. And yeah. It just goes to show that rigging something will never it doesn't look good. That's like, what I'm saying. like there's room for error and when you if you get caught, you know, you look like an idiot. Right. Right. So and it kind of sucks because Aaron Gordon brought a whole nother level of electricity to the to that stadium. Yeah. With right. you know his dunks and his play and everything. So you kind of lost someone in the future that can put out a really good product. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of shitty to see.
1: Yeah. No, it was it was just interesting because again, like when you have perfect dunks, four out of your what are they five dunks, yeah. right? And then your last one, you still get an almost perfect dunk, right? You know, forty seven, and you how do you not win? Yeah, like it just I don't know, it's just crazy to me that like he doesn't win when you have, when he gets four out of five perfect dunks. Like, yeah. It just does not make any
0: sense to me. So I mean, I feel like there was just like a, a rating thing just to extend it and right. bring a little bit of drama to it. And there was drama to it, but it was more of like a negative, in a negative sense where yeah. like, yeah, they ruined it.
1: Right, like, yeah, like people, I don't know, like people are talking about it, but it's not in the way I, I think they wanted. it. It to be talked about, right. you know, because they're just talking about the judges now and now how it was rigged and it went down as like, you know, very controversial ending and everything. And so, yes, yeah, so that's unfortunate. And I mean, I think Aaron Gordon has every right to be pissed. I mean, 100 percent. Like, that's just insane. Like, you imagine being perfect all the way up until your last dunk. It was yeah. still pretty impressive. He jumped like over 90 percent of Taco Fall.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he
1: has nut sack on like top of his head. Yeah, back of
0: his neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Taco Fall really loved that. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure that he, was he his... appreciated. Well, he didn't
1: even know he was gonna do it. That was like that was like,
0: like Spirit going the into moment. the
1: night. Yeah, he didn't know he was gonna be hmm. participating. and okay. Hoping Aaron Gordon out. That was just kind of like a last ditch effort.
0: I mean, but it's it was still cool. It's still yeah, impressive. It still awesome. Taco Fall's the tallest basketball player in the NBA right now. Yeah, he's, he's like seven five. Yeah, he's. <laughs> literally a tree yeah
1: i mean just just the fact that i mean i think it was more impressive that aaron gordon put his nuts on the top of his head honestly yeah i mean that's more impressive than if it's we a flying tea bag. yeah no and like aaron gordon wasn't even phased by the fact that his balls were mashed against the top of taco falls head yeah you know
0: and was still able to throw it down yeah exactly. well
1: and there's no and the thing with taco falls like he's completely bald so there's no hair to even pat it there. It's right. just a straight skull right so i mean that that hurts you know yeah so, yeah, I, I just – I don't get how that right there, just the bravery alone doesn't, you know, get him the win. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of kind of interesting. Um, what other events they do? Uh, the, Buddy Healed won the three-point contest.
0: And then the Skills Challenge, the guy from Miami. Yeah. That would, I don't see the Skills Challenge being, like, something really interesting no, to me. It's, it's more just like a relay yeah. race, like, oh, you, know, you can – Weave through like cones and right make a layup, run back, shoot a three.
1: Yeah, no, I it's just like well, and, and the fact that like someone won it who, like, I mean, I don't really follow the NBA that much. I don't, I can't even remember who that like what that guy's name is. And yeah, I don't know. It's just the fact that like yeah. someone just anyone could walk in and win the skills challenge, is what it right. seems like, you know, yeah, that may not be the case again. I don't really follow it that closely, but. Yeah, but the three point contest, I thought that Trey Young had a pretty ch- uh, chance of winning that, but I think Trey Long, Trey Young probably did the worst out of anyone. 100 percent. He was bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Buddy Heald, uh he's from Oklahoma, and I remember um, watching him play, and he's—I mean—he's always been able to shoot the three. Oh you yeah. Know? And so he's. Just, well, he was an underdog, I guess, kind of coming into that um, yeah. as far as like on all the, the spreads and uh, the money lines and everything. Right. But, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I, I don't know, probably should have gone with Buddy Hield. honestly. It's a pretty good stroke. Oh, 100%. So.
0: Yeah, he, it looked good. Like every yeah. shot that he took was like, it looks like it's just going to go, it's going to fall. Yeah. You know, it, yep. he never took a bad shot where it was like, okay, that's, it may or may not go in. Mm. every shot looked like they were going to go in
1: yeah yeah um Devin Booker he looked pretty good too starting out yeah. he started strong um and I, yeah I, th- I thought Devin Booker was going to take it but Buddy Hield uh stayed the course and pulled through it's good yeah so um okay I think did we did we get a final score like for real it was on uh, 157 155 okay team so LeBron okay yeah, Team LeBron and I thought that team was, I, I
0: thought that was a good and I mean, obviously the way it ended, but LeBron's yeah, team winning. Though. Yeah, I thought that was a good, good look to it. Yeah. Four uh, hundred
1: thousand dollars is, uh, is going to be donated to a charity of I think LeBron's choice. Yeah,
0: so that's a that's a, playing for a good cause and yeah, uh, they definitely turned it up the last, the intensity of the last five points, seven yeah. points or whatever. <laughs> so that was for good sure. to see. Yeah. yeah,
1: guys taking charges back and forth and right. playing defense, calling timeouts and being strategic and stuff. That's, I mean, it's good exciting. to see. It's, it's
0: cool to see because you never see, like, an all-star game where they're just going full tilt. Yeah, right. You know, it's Th- usually, that's true. It's usually just like, oh, I'm just going to let these guys go through. It's going to be fine. You know? Yeah, like we'll let the
1: time wind down and yeah. we'll get out of here. Yeah, but you I'm have not, to score. I'm
0: not trying to get hurt. Yeah, But, yeah, there was definitely an intensity to it. I think, you know, part of it was the – kobe honoring kobe mm-hmm. that factor was in it and you know being able to donate that yeah. that money so yeah. i thought overall it was a good cause the way it ended was a little shitty but overall it was a good good game
1: yeah um okay well there's your all-star weekend uh recap as you can tell we definitely paid attention to that <laughs> 100%
0: <laughs> um
1: Okay, let's get over to the Astros versus uh, the world here. So MLB trying to stay relevant in the offseason here. Um, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Uh, if you don't know, which I'm sure, I mean, you got to know. Like yeah, whether you watch sports or not, like you got to know what's going on. It's one of the biggest
0: scandals in the MB, uh, M, MLB. I was gonna say I was gonna say <laughs> NBA. NBA. Yeah, <laughs> Was are still on that basketball All Star weekend. <laughs> No, it's yeah. the, one of the biggest scandals in the MLB for, in the past, you know, 20 years, 25 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't remember the last time. Like, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's been, like, Sammy Sosa with the cork in his bed. Right. And there's been, you know, Barry Bonds on roids, A-Rod on roids. Well, the uh,
0: thing is, I, I, I don't know who I heard it from. I think it was either Cody Bellinger or someone from the Dodgers organization saying that if... You know, yeah, there's scandals with with players taking steroids, but mm-hmm. the thing is, they still got to hit the ball. They don't know what's coming. Right. With the Astros, they knew exactly what pitch was coming. Yeah. You know, and they obviously capitalized to it, on mm-hmm. it. Like, I saw a stat. It was the numbers of Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, and uh, George Springer when they were at home. They were batting the their lowest average was like. 330 which right. if you guys don't if, if anyone doesn't watch uh major league baseball 330 that's hall of fame numbers right that's insane. and then away they're like the highest was like 198 or mm-hmm. something like that yeah, so they weren't even right. cracking yeah. two or something like that yeah but yeah the thing is like it's so egregious like it's so it's really screwed up it really messed up the game of baseball like. yeah
1: no, and, and how Rob Manfred, he's the uh, commissioner of the... Or, what do they, they call the commissioner? What do yeah. they call it in MLB? Commissioner. Commissioner, yeah. I guess, yeah. So, um, he... I I mean, I don't, there's a lot of different takes on this. I don't think he's handling this properly. I think that they need to be banned from the league for at least a full year. Yeah. If not more. If right. I mean, three, if you count 17, 18, and 19 season. Oh, you 100%. Know. Um, but he... So... He's trying to make all these excuses now for why they shouldn't be punished. And so one of the things I have it up right now is it says, uh, Rob Manfred said on ESPN, the public airing of what went on here is a form of discipline and maybe the, the most powerful deterrent in anything we did here. So basically he's saying that uh, with all the backlash that's coming from social media and the public and, and all this other stuff, that's enough punishment for the Astros I have to hear it every single day. That's- so like... So he's basically saying, like, our punishment is that we're going to let uh, people on Twitter cyber bully the Astros, and
0: that's going to be their punishment. That's not going to do anything. I know. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that makes no well, sense. If you're the Astros organization, if you're you know a player or coach for the Houston Astros, they're not going. They get booed all the time. Right. You know, if you're in a professional, you know, if you're in a professional sports setting and you go to the opposing team's uh, stadium you're going to get booed. It's basically the same scenario. So they're they're not going to take it into offense. It's more just like a slap on the wrist. Like, yeah, we're going to go to a a hostile environment. That's that's what every team does when they go on the road. Right.
1: And I mean, are you, like, for a punishment to say, like, to say that, um, like, people on social media, like, they're going to be the ones punishing the Astros. Like, what are we going to, like, meme them to death? I mean, no. Like, are you kidding me? Like, if you get to walk away, like totally fine with no punishments or anything like that the worst thing you have to deal with is someone sit behind their their keyboard behind their phone tweeting at you i mean yeah i'll take that any day over you know like money loss or being banned from playing baseball for you know a year or more or whatever i mean
0: yeah there's got to be year-long suspensions for players and coaches a massive fine yeah from you know i don't know how how much that fine will be but yeah. It should be just a insane number. Um, they shouldn't be playoff eligible. No, absolutely um, not. I mean, at the bare minimum, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would still let them play the season, but they wouldn't be able to go into the playoffs. Yeah. They, they wouldn't be playoff bound.
1: Yeah. I just... I don't know. I just think that it's ridiculous. And the, the, other, the other thing that he was saying, um, this one, I am just kind of summarizing, but he was basically saying... Along the lines of like the Astros are going to be questioned for the rest of their lives, and that's like another form of punishment or something yeah. like that. And it's just like they're basically like,
0: they're basically putting it like, oh, will you have will you think about it and will you have remorse? No, you're not. Twenty five year twenty years down the road, you're not going to look at Jose Altuve or Carlos Correa and they're they're going to sit back and say. Oh well, we cheated and it's been really bothering me, it's you know, our our reputation is tarnished and everything. No, they're going to be sitting back, you know, chilling with their World Series rings. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they right. may have, they may have won the wrong way and in a cheating way, but they still got the rings. There's right. going to be an asterisk, asterisk by their name, but they still have the rings.
1: Yeah, they still got them. Yeah. But it's just like it's just so stupid like Again, another form of punishment that just makes no sense. And it's not going to do anything. It's like, oh, no, not not questions. Please don't question me about it. What a horrible punishment. How am I ever going to, you know, I feel, oh, I feel so guilty now about what I did because you're asking me questions and people are... Uh, tagging us in memes on Twitter and being mean to us on Twitter. Oh, it's such a bad punch It's like no like that's not effective. That's in it. In That's an way. easy.
0: That's an easy fix You just yeah. delete all your social media. Like, yeah, no exactly no and then there's no punishment. He, yeah,
1: yeah No, I think it needs to come right from Rob Manfred like he's got to do something. Yeah, you know, it's
0: just I don't know It's and just the, ridiculous and the biggest thing that pissed me off out of the whole thing was the Astros organization when they had their uh, press release their press yeah. conference they <sighs> basically said you're not gonna take it away from our championships away from us um, we deserve to be in those games we were a really good team and yeah. you know the those players like yeah it's gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be putting a question from now on whether they participated it in what they were doing or not mm-hmm. um, but it's just gonna I don't know. It's just a shitty situation. The way that the yeah. the Astros public relations team handled that, it could have been handled way better, and it just put a bigger target on their back.
1: Yeah. Well, and their GM's like apology or whatever. Some uh, video of this on Twitter. It was like when Dwight uh, apologizes to the office, and he's yeah. like, "I state my regret." Jim's like, "Gonna memorize that." He's like, "I didn't memorize it because I do not feel it." It's like, yeah. That was the vibe that you got from the Astros apologies. Like, yeah. Sorry, but. In a way, we're also not sorry because we still won.
0: Yeah. You know, it's if just they, like, what? <laughs> if they didn't have to issue a statement about apologizing, they probably wouldn't have, you know, had that press conference. Right. If they they could have gotten away with it, they would. if they had the option to not do it, they probably wouldn't have done it. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to this season and how other teams are going to react to it because yeah. there's been a lot of backlash, especially from the Dodgers. Um you know basically everyone around the league mm-hmm.
1: um, a lot uh, a lot of people are going to be trying to fight the Astros they're going to be oh, 100%. a lot of balls
0: and what I think is complete bull is that there the MLB will find the other teams that try to throw at the other at the Astros right yeah like they're getting right that's ridiculous that's you know, that's part of, the, that's part of the game. That, yeah. If you're stealing, I get, yeah, stealing signals like, yeah, that's part of the game and everything, but in such a big moment and such on, and on such a great, greater scale. Yeah. And to that extent. Well, like, yeah, it was the way that they, that yeah. they did it was, yeah, exactly. They had the, the monitor, the buzzer or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they were banging the trash can. Like, yeah, like, People have been stealing st- signs for years. Yeah, that's just part of the game. Like right. as a former baseball player, I don't know if you played baseball, but I did. Like, yeah. yeah, So like, you can definitely see like, oh yeah, the third base coach is if he touches his belt that means bunt, or if he's you know touching his leg, right? Touches leg that means steal. Yeah, but you don't have you a hammer right in face you, trying to. Yeah. Yeah, you can talk about it. That's, like I said, that's been happening for. You know years it's been happening for decades mm-hmm. but they just took it to a whole another extent and put like and just I don't know they, they kind of just screwed everything up like yeah. the way that the game was meant to be played right
1: yeah um, the other thing that I just remember was funny from this was when so Cody Bellinger went on his big rant that, right I mean that was I, I was accurate you know I mean there was nothing that he said in there that I really disagreed with Um and then uh, Carlos Correa came after him, and was basically like, uh, "You need to inform yourself." Jose Altuve uh, had a ugly tattoo on his trap that that's why he didn't want the jersey to come off. And then yeah. you saw a picture of Altuve with his shirt off on the beach, no tattoo. Right. And it's like, uh, what's what's going on here? Like, are you kidding? Like, is this guy serious? Like, he not think that right when like, right when Carlos Correa says that, that someone's not going to go look that up and try to see if Jose Altuve yeah. ever, ever had a picture of his shirt off after, right. you know, and you could see any tattoos or anything like that, like, yeah, obviously people are going to do that. Like, have you ever well, seen the documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? Yeah. Like, pe- people on the internet, like, the internet is a powerful tool. People can find whatever they want to find.
0: Well, that and they're going to co- go into question now, like, okay, you had an ugly tattoo, let's see it now. Since, yeah, this, no, exactly. It's like, oh, Months okay, down the road, we'll years down the road. Yeah, yeah, let's let's see what it looks like. Right. And I, I remember, I think it was, I think it was last year, last year in the postseason. Um, he, going back to how he wanted, how he didn't want to take his shirt off, mm-hmm. um, he had his, you know, he... You know, hit the home run, had, had the mob at home plate and everything. But he had to do an interview in a press conference about, mm-hmm. you know, a couple a couple minutes later, 15 minutes later, whatever. He went back into the locker room, yeah. changed his shirt, changed his shirt and when, in quotes. He probably took off the... They're saying that he took off the little buzzer and then walked back out yeah. to, the, to the interview because they didn't want right. to be, you know, broadcasted.
1: Yeah, like his, his ugly tattoo. It's just like, the whole thing is just like, it would just be the biggest... Like coincidence ever of all of that stuff that the Astros are saying, yeah, all came together and like there's just so many loose ends that it's just like no way, you yeah, know, there's no way that all that stuff was just a huge coincidence after the fact that you got caught cheating
0: and the yeah. way you did, like there's just no way. Yeah, you can't lie about it though. Yeah, like, like people are gonna find out what they want to find it's, out. It's it's in plain sight and they're just and it's obvious that they did what they did. Yeah, like they're they're just gonna sit there and say. No, we didn't do it. This is how it happened. Yeah. Well, we look back at years prior, and we look back at other, you know, examples. You're full of shit. Yeah, it's like just confess. Like right. you're already caught. Just it, it's it's better now just to say you know what. Here's what happened. Here's what we were doing. We're sorry. Right. Like, yeah. Just uh, owning up to it right. instead of lying, because you might as well just. What what makes the whole thing worse is just going back and lying about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you already know, like, you did it. Yeah. You, you're totally guilty. You're caught red-handed. But right. you're going to go back and say, oh, no, it wasn't us, and we're trying to validate our reasoning. That doesn't mm-hmm. make sense.
1: Yeah. No, the whole thing is just stupid, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, I think that it's in a time where if we, if the Astros just stopped and we just didn't, Like, they just didn't partake in anything, and everyone just kind of let it be for a little bit. And then we got to the MLB season, everything would be significantly more watered down. But the fact that people are saying things, then the Astros are clapping back, and then people are taking what they're saying and finding the holes in their story, and it just keeps fueling, you know, it's like fuel the fire. And so it's just like, yeah, like, obviously, you know, like, things are going to be worse and worse and worse building up to the MLB season. If everyone just, like, let it go for a little bit, you know, I don't think it'd be as bad, but... I'm fine with it because it makes. I mean, like, I'm I'm legitimately excited now to uh, watch the MLB season, like oh, just as the openers, you know. I'm
0: looking forward to Dodger the Dodgers versus the Astros, wherever mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. series is going to be played <laughs> in the in the regular season. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be nuts. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That for and the that Yankees. For sure. That and the Yankees because that's. Yeah. You know, you get Jose Altuve. Going up against a Rollis Chapman who throws like hundred, hundred four mile an hour fastball with like a ninety mile an hour slider. Yeah. You know, that which is insane, and he <laughs> tanks insane. and he just pimps the pimps it to send his team to the World Series. Mm-hmm. That never happens. No, that's ridiculous. You know how good you have to be to even come and go into contact with yeah, or hundred five lucky enough yeah, yeah. yeah. like. That's insane. Aroldis Chapman is probably one of the most intimidating pitchers mm. in the MLB and he has been for the past 5-6 years. Right. You know, if you're you know how, how scared how scary it is if you're walking up to the plate and a guy with who has decent control but not the best control right. throwing triple digits on every pitch. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a little it's freaky. Oh, sure. I'd be shitting bricks. Yeah. And to just stand up there know what's being in just on page, well, what it looked like when it happened to crush a 93 90 mile an hour uh, slider no it's it's so unlikely you yeah. know like it's just so yeah i don't know
1: um but i mean yeah if, if you have the answers to the test it's almost like how do you fail you know how do you not up? pass yeah so um okay well that's what's happening in the MLB. It's about the only exciting thing um, going on. I may I don't know. Maybe it's going to be good for you know their PR and their their views and stuff. I mean maybe we're going to see a huge increase in MLB. I mean I guarantee you all the Astros games are going to be heavily watched. Oh yeah. You know because I mean that's what people want to see is you know rivalries and and stuff like that. And everyone is going to be a rival this year. You know like everyone's going to be a rival right of the Astros this year. So. Okay, well, um, let's get on to something uh, fun and exciting here. The Extreme Football League the XFL back
0: for week two. Is it Extreme Football League or is the Extra Football League? Is it extra? I don't know. Oh, but I, I, I think that. it's probably Extreme Football League, but I just oh, it could be extra. Extra football, extended football. Exten- I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it's for the love of the game, so whatever yeah. you want it to be. We love that, it. That's a fun of the XFL. It's whatever you want. No yeah. one, no one really even knows. Um, I'm sure you could probably look it up and see, but let's just let's just go with that. Yeah. It's whatever you want. Um, okay. Well, the first game was uh, DC Defenders versus the New York Guardians. Um, I thought this was going to be a better game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt McGloin. Uh, really sloppy. Not good. Yeah. Not good. This game. Um, he was benched at halftime after his halftime interview rant. Um, I just I don't know. I think I think that. Well one, obviously if you're McGloin, you can't do that. You can just rat your whole team out like that. It's yeah. Like, yeah, we suck. We gotta you know, change things when he was the one who sucked. Yeah. But I, I on the flip side of that, that's why it's the XFL it's tough to have interviews right in the heat of the moment like that. Yeah. You know, like that's just I don't know. Cause I mean, like, there's games that I remember like in high school and stuff where I was like, you know, not happy with our play calls or not happy with, you know, like, just certain yeah. things throughout the game. And some of the frustration was, yeah, by the way, I was playing. But if I had, like, a microphone in my face, yeah, I'd probably say, you know, some stupid stuff that yeah. I regret
0: later. You're setting them up for failure. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what it is. You're either right. putting them on the spot, setting them up for failure, or you're not going to get a good interview at all. Because there was a uh, Nelson Spruce for the L.A. Wildcats. Yes. They, He caught a touchdown pass and dude was, it was like a 44-yard uh, touchdown pass, so he mm. was, do was out of breath, he was, you know, he got mobbed by his teammates and everything, and uh, one of the reporters was like, oh, you know, how, what did you see on that route, and the dude, and he's just like, you know, breathing all he- heavy yeah. and everything, he's just out of trying to catch his breath and, right. you know, from getting, you know, patted on by teammates and, you know, running all that way, and he's like oh, I just caught it and just walked off. Like, like, that doesn't bring, like, any good content to it. Right. No, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Still, again, not a huge fan. I I love when they interview, uh, like, defensive line. I think that's hilarious. Like, the dude today for – I think he was also on the Wildcats. Mm. um, Totally seized his moment of, uh, you know, 15 seconds of fame where he was in the camera and he's like – we're, we're acting real different today, and the right. reporters like, "What does that mean?" It's like, "Don't just come on." It's just it's a yeah. saying, and you gotta be up with pop culture, right? You know, like you we're can't take it literal. Today. Yeah, like we're like, was oh, you're
0: acting differently. How what how was, how was what what does that mean? <laughs> what what were you preparing for uh, prior to the game? What what was your you know what were you doing before yeah. the game to make you act different? Yeah, yeah. no, it's like I. No, I mean, yeah, like I was just
1: like I were act, I don't know, we're making plays. Right. I was like, well, yeah, what a great interview! That was so worth it.
0: But I think that I think the D C. New York game was definitely one of the most entertaining because I just I, oh, I, I had just showed you. Yeah. Um I think it was, yeah, New York. New York uh, threw a pick. Matt Mcloin probably threw it or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. So it was maybe McClellan, he got yeah. benched before. Yeah. I don't know, but um, New York turned it over and. Uh, they were on, on the run back, and the play was pretty much over. The guy who had the ball was already down and everything. The play was over. Mm. And you see a guy from D.C., number 38, just come in, guns blazing, like, literally like five or ten seconds after the play had ended, yeah. and he goes and cracks this offensive lineman. <laughs> and this offensive, saying. like, blind super dirty hit, and you know, next thing you know, you know, you see the one of the other offensive linemen, you know, you you gotta react to it. That's oh, yeah. that's your that's your that's your, your brother. brother. That's your brother right yeah. there, you know. Especially on a cheap hit like that. Well that guy comes in that offensive lineman comes in and just kicks the shit it tears <laughs> the shit out of this guy, just blows well, him up. Lost this helmet here. yeah. Take just pops him, dude turns around, guy on D C turns around and it's just met with a 300-plus-pound offensive lineman just cracking it. Yeah. Oh, you she, could say He didn't know what happened. Oh, yeah. Play. He, he no was idea. just – his helmet came off. He was on the ground. He was just throwing his hands up like, what the hell just <laughs> happened? And yeah. um, that was – I mean, I think that game was probably the most interesting game, you know, because with Matt McGloin and then yeah. just that little – that fight – Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, no, and Cardell Jones, um, he, I mean, he came to play again. He looked great. Yeah. Um, so here's a little stat breakdown for you. Total yards, defenders had 384 total yards. Uh, the Guardians had 137. Right. So not great. Third down efficiency, uh, 50% from the defenders. Average. Right. Uh, third down efficiency for the Guardians
0: nine. Yeah.
1: Nine single digit
0: percentage you got to be able to you got to be able to keep the drive going and keep get the ball moving Yeah,
1: i've never seen a a number like that before where like because normally it's like you know i would say like divisible by five you know that's that's typically like if you can divide it by by five or ten yeah that's normal but the fact that they were nine how do you even do that nine percent like i mean good for them for converting that Probably I don't know what would that be like one time. Yeah. They probably converted on third down one time. Yeah. And that's what gave them that percentage. Like I. No, that's bad. Like it's you insane.
0: Gotta, you got to be able to produce. You got to be able to get keep the drive going. Yeah. You know, give your defense a, a break or something.
1: I just yeah, it's, that's insane. Um, they also had three turnovers, which that obviously doesn't help. I think McGloin had two of them, maybe he yeah. threw two picks and they were both in the first half. Um, but zero points. And that's that's the thing about the XFL that I think I don't I don't think they need to get rid of the league. Obviously, I'm not one of those people because I like football is better than no football. Right. But I do think that they need to start getting. They can't have thirty whatever year old Matt McGloin in there putting up 137 total yards of offense and zero points. Like that yeah. just can't happen if the XFL does want to be better than the, than the NFL. Because like I mean, they're like with that score. Like that's scratching the surface of like the MLB, you know. Right. Like that's just bad low scoring. football. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the thing is like I think that they need to and it it is only the first year, but I think they and there's still a lot of the season to play too, so hopefully the guys, you know, start to start to um I don't know, kinda shake yeah. the rust off and yeah. everything. But yeah, I just you can't have teams scoring zero points. Right. That just that's just not good. Not good football. Um Okay. Let's see. Who else? Uh, Seattle got their first win. Yes. There we go. That's what I was trying to find. Yeah, Seattle won. Uh, that's not showing up. 17-9. Uh, the under hit again in this game. Unders are, I think that, what, one, like one loss so far for the under? Yeah. Maybe two actually after the Houston? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. But still, yeah, unders are looking good, which sucks. I wish the overs hit more because I like scoring. But nonetheless, yeah, Seattle Dragons got their first win. It was ugly. Um, But a win's a win. A win is a win. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Our defense is very good. Yeah. Which is positive. Defense looks great. Uh, Offense, we have some pieces. Right. We have some pieces. Uh, I like Prol. He looks good. And I also like uh, Keenan Reynolds. This dude was open all day long on right. Saturday. All day long. But Silvers can't get on the ball. Silvers is ass. Yeah, he's terrible. He's so bad. Like, he's hard. It's, just, like, it's hard to watch. No, he is. And, and one of his quotes, you know, I just had it up. He says, quarterback is the hardest position to play. It's not easy going out there. You just got to fight through it. I didn't play good at all in the first half, and I knew it. Uh, didn't hit throws I usually make. That first big ball, I had a lot of confidence. Um, first of all, the first big ball, that was uh, a lot of credit to your receiver. He's wide open, ran a yeah. great route. Um, pretty sure he could have been blindfolded. Like a lot of people could have made that pass. But, and he also says I didn't play good at all in the first half. He didn't play good the whole entire game. Like, right. He, he's not a good quarterback. I think we got to get someone else in there.
0: Right. Someone who's more electric. Someone that's right. Yeah. Just give give other people a chance to to show showcase their ability, someone who uh, oh. brings some like electricity or something like that.
1: Yeah. No, he's just not it's just not fun to watch and like it shows like there were so many opportunities where Seattle. Like Seattle should have killed
0: uh, oh, Tampa 100%, Bay honestly. 100%. I
1: mean, they should have just killed them and our defense like you know what's bad when your defense scores just as many touchdowns as your offense does. That's not good. Right. You know. So yeah, I don't know. It was it's it's good. Like again, I'm I'm happy with the win, but There's I was got to be improvement. Yeah, I was really hoping that the dragons would just lay it on the vipers because the vipers aren't very good. Oh, the vipers are horrible. Oh, they're yeah, they're they're bad. Yeah, they're, um,
0: but the thing is, they ha- I feel like they have the most talent. There are they. I feel like. Do you agree that they're like the Browns? Of I would the, say of the XFL.
1: Oh yeah, I would agree with that because they have like. They have uh flower. I keep wanting to call him Trey Flowers, but yeah. it's not Trey Flowers. Um, Flowers. Flowers. <laughs> they have him. He I think if they just left him in the game, he'd be good because Cornelius sucks. Yeah. Like, that dude's not good. I don't know why they keep putting him in. He hasn't done anything. Um but yeah, Flowers is good. And I think that if they just put him in the game, they just let him go for a full game. I think yeah. I think eventually he'd find his groove right. and he'd be fine. Um they have a couple big receivers um who can score their defense while they're not great they can hold their own out there right you know like they're not bad yeah but yeah I don't know I think they just need to put it together and I think they I think just a lot of the teams that the common theme overall is that if you don't have a great quarterback on your team who's mobile or can make consistently good throws you're not going to be very good on offense right and I mean that's the case with obviously a lot of teams but like just a common theme so far in the XFL is like your quarterback play has not been great.
0: so far. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard because most of the good quarterbacks or like the serviceable, serviceable quarterbacks are in the NFL or right. they're not, you know, there. So mm-hmm. the pickings are slim, especially in the XFL. True. But, I mean, there's still an opportunity to get a good quarterback every once in a while. Mm-hmm. They just need to be able to to trust that 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 person and just utilize them to the best best they can yeah you know put them in a good system is what mm. I'm trying to say
1: yeah no for sure and again I I hope it was one of those because like a lot of the quarterbacks quarterbacks they have too are guys who haven't played played in years right and that is tough you know to come back and play at a you know, semi-professional level of football after not playing at all in a long time, like, that's tough to do, you know?
0: semi-professional, but still hyper-competitive. Yeah, no, and
1: it shows, I mean, like, all the defenses, honestly, like, have been very good so far, you know? It shows because it's a league where it's based around the offense thriving and the defenses have thoroughly been good enough to limit points, you know? And there hasn't really been too many blowouts so far. Right. Um, But, yeah, that... the other thing that I think the Vipers need to change is probably their coach. He might be the first coach
0: fired. Um, oh, I hope so.
1: Yeah, there was a there was a um, a play at towards the end of the game where they it's Mark Tressman, That's his name, yeah. Mark Trestman. So there's like two minutes left in the game, and it's a time where the Vipers are they're still in the game. It's seventeen to nine at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and uh, they can drive down the field and score and they and they punt with two minutes left of the game. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure you've heard you heard on the side yeah, he's, he's like, like, Are we punting it? he's like, well, We gotta punt. Yeah. I like, that's the first thing that comes to mind. We gotta punt. It's like, What?
0: Dude. We, like, yeah, it, it, from like we gotta punt or let's go for it. let's go for a field goal, let's call a timeout.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, let's let's call a timeout. It's like, hang on, why are you punting with two minutes left in the game? Like you're gonna give it back to Seattle and they're just gonna wind the clock down. Yeah. Or score again, and then it's really over, you know? Right. It's, like, just, I don't know. That was kind of, that was interesting. We got a punt.
0: That was, yeah, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Scratching your head, like, you got to have some game management, some awareness. Like, yeah, it's fourth quarter with, you know, two-ish minutes left. right. I don't think you got to punt it. I mean, no. I don't think that's the only option there. I think you could go like, for it. Yeah, with like one timeout, it was like what fourth and four, fourth and five, or something yeah, like that. Like yeah, it was manageable. It was, yeah, it's totally doable.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, interesting there. I think uh, if I had to put money on who the first coach is going to be gone, I put my money on Tressman. Uh, not great so far. Um, okay, Dallas Renegades uh, versus the Los Angeles Wildcats. Uh, Wildcats showed a little sign of hope today. Um, this was another game where it was like both quarterbacks back and forth struggled
0: yeah. the whole game. Um, well, both offenses in general were struggling. True. A lot of fumbles, a lot of yeah, mental errors. Yeah. Um, Landry Jones comes
1: out double-gloved with a sleeve that does not match.
0: Yeah, not matching sleeve got the knee brace on. Run. Yeah. You see the scramble that he that he had <laughs> it took like 8 seconds or yeah, something Yeah, it was like, like an 8 second run for a 9-yard first down. Yeah. Like so, that was really bad. Like yeah. He looked like Ben Roethlisberger out there. He did. Like He did. I mean, it does make sense though. He did play for the Steelers, so he, he oh, sat true. He, yeah, he sat did. behind Yeah. He sat behind Big Ben. Yep. Was on the same uh cardio routine, conditioning routine. Uh, I'm actually watching it right now, and man, it is just really hard to watch. It was like
1: watching the slow motion. Like I thought the play already happened, and they were showing it in slow mo. Yeah. I was like, oh,
0: that's I didn't know I missed that play, and then uh, that well, was the that was live. That actually happened in full. Well, you see, speed. you see his arms just pumping, <laughs> but he's he's not going anywhere. He's mm-hmm. he's got perfect running form, but he's not moving.
1: Yeah um okay well I didn't realize so here's something that's interesting so total yards in this game 444 for the renegades that's pretty good yeah actually that's solid yeah not bad LA had 251 so also pretty good rushing yards LA only had 57 uh renegades had 154 that's good um yeah so so not bad there it was like the offense was there just couldn't finish and I was right. the, that was on both sides a lot of turnovers uh, a lot of just weird plays um yeah, Landry Jones, I just he doesn't look like he is one at, like healthy, but I'm not saying like healthy like injury wise, like he just doesn't look like a healthy in human shape. being. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't look like he did any cardio, which he might have been taking tips from Jay Cutler who said cardio isn't important in the position that he plays.
0: Right. Um, just sit back and chuck it. Yeah. No, it's like,
1: yeah, just one in doubt, air it out, you know.
0: Slang that thing. Yeah.
1: So um and then I just I I hate quarterbacks who who double glove I'm not a fan of wearing just even a glove on your non throwing hand yeah but especially two gloves I just I've thrown with two gloves on before and I know like even if you're
0: good with two gloves on yeah you're not as good as you could be without gloves on I feel like you have a better grip on the ball like even if like the conditions and everything you just have like you know you feel like you have more control yeah, with gloves on? Or without. With the, without. Okay, yeah,
1: no, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you can feel the football on your skin, yeah. you can make so many more adjustments than you can with just a glove where you just, you don't know where, because, like, you can't feel exactly where the right. ball is in your hands. And you if know? you're
0: playing in a rainy condition, you know, there's a potential of it slipping. Yeah, because the gloves of the are material. Slippery, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So, I've yeah, I've never understood that, like, how people, because, again, like, even if you're good with gloves on, you you are, in instantly better when you take the gloves off. Like right. I guarantee it. Yeah, you know, and that's another reason I think that maybe Landry Jones isn't fully healthy is because maybe like you know grip strength isn't quite there. For but not his knee is out. bad.
0: That's the thing. They're... Yeah. So there's true. no no excuse. He just wants to rock right. the double glove. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's just trying to swag out with this. looks like a tool. His, yeah. Looks like yeah. a really out of shape dad receiver. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh,
1: I don't know know. it's it was kind of interesting I I was expecting big things from him obviously not a great showing from him but uh, a little bit of promise Um, I just think in this league with how good the defenses are so far you can't have uh, you know out of shape pocket passing white dudes yeah you know that are 37 years old I just I don't know I just don't think that any team is going to get by with that. Like, I don't see the Renegades being a great team this year. I don't see the New York Guardians being a great team this year. I think they'll win, but yeah. I don't think that they're going to be competing. I mean, obviously, with the defenders. Like, the Guardians showed that today. They can't keep up with them. Right. You know. Um, and even though Renegades won this one, again, it was, it was sloppy. and I think, It wasn't a convincing one at all. No, not by – I was not impressed whatsoever. I was shocked, honestly. They had 444 yards of offense um in LA you know Josh Johnson I think he showed signs of like where he could be good and then all of a sudden he'd do something that you were scratching your head at and then when you started to doubt him he'd make another play that made you think maybe he's good and then right when you started to think that he'd do he'd throw a pick and it
0: was like god damn it I can't figure this dude out I mean the player of the game in my opinion was probably um who the guy we just mentioned uh, last week was Cameron artis Paint. Yes. He yes. went off. Absolutely. Ran for, had a couple scores. I think he had over 100 yards rushing.
1: Yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, yeah.
0: That was – it was a great performance by him. And what he was, what, Auburn, right? Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Auburn. Yeah. Auburn, yeah. But, yeah, he just looked – he looked good. Yeah, he no, he did. Look, like, real good. Yeah,
1: I agree. He's going to be he's – he's the guy with the renegades – if they wanna start competing, you know, and they would do wanna bring it to that next level, yeah. they gotta feed him the ball. And they gotta they gotta get him opportunities, whether it's throwing screens, get him on the flat, yeah, or running him off tackle like they did towards the end where he could get right. outside and, and and be elusive and score. God, a picture's popped up of Blandry Jones right now. And he's got his wrist coach on too. That's the other thing. He's got his wrist coach on, but it's not like even near his wrist, it's more towards his elbow. It's, like, up here. Oh, that's good. That's ah, a real man. good look. No, it's just, like, one thing after another, you know, and... God, it just He just doesn't like look difficult. like he's in shape, too. That's no. the thing. Well, I mean, you could see when he <laughs> did his little he, scramble today. Yeah. It doesn't look he like he's even he looks over.
0: It. He looks overweight, out of shape, doesn't look athletic.
1: No. It's just crazy to me that, like, they, like people were like, yeah, I mean, this is our guy. Like, when we get this... Guy back, just watch out. The Renegades, they're going to be good. Oh, yeah. It's like, really? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not seeing it. This is your guy? Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, getting on to our last game here. Any other thoughts on that one? No. Um, Okay, so last game here. uh, Probably it sucked because it sucked for the XFL because this was easily, I would say, the best football game Of the weekend, right? As far as like just solid all around football, but it was like right before the NBA uh, All Star game, and so you know everyone's flipping over to watch the Kobe Tributes and stuff like that. I was flipping back and forth, but this game got it was good in the end. Like it was a solid football game. Yeah, it was a shootout. I was very happy. Um, Yeah, so Roughnecks, who I think are slowly, slowly, slowly becoming a favorite. To be honest with you. Like oh yeah. They are they're looking solid. Uh, they won this one twenty eight twenty four. Uh Jordan Tayamu threw a couple picks today that weren't his fault. I think both of them got tipped. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. So before you know, you're too quick to slam him, he not not necessarily his fault. And there, he was still there was one
0: Though I just watched it right now, he threw it into double coverage. Where he threw it to the guy, he forced he forced a pass. Yeah, it, it well, didn't look right. good at all.
1: That one though, um, that that's what I was gonna say. Hit, oh, so yes, the interception like that was his fault. But the reason that he threw it was because. Um, someone from the Roughnecks jumped, and they caught him off sides. But the refs didn't throw a penalty. He thought that they had a penalty, so he threw a deep, taking a chance, right. thinking that it was just going to be a free play. Mm-hmm. The refs didn't call it, and that's why he was like, what the
0: heck? I'm just going to air it out. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, okay. like he
1: threw the double coverage, and that was stupid. But you find out later, like, you get what he was thinking. Yeah, so I, again, I understand the
0: thought process. Yeah. yeah,
1: so, you know, I don't really blame him for, for either of those, really. Um, but – the person who the player stood out the most in this game was PJ Walker. Oh yeah, in my opinion, he finally looked like he looks like the quarterback that the XFL needs on every single team. Yes, he was elusive. He could sling it. He had a sidearm touchdown yeah, day where he threw a sidearm nice. underneath the uh, defensive end's arm, Patrick Mahomes esque. Yeah, exactly. But like just, but like elusive. Like when yeah. he runs, I mean, that dude is. Quick,
0: like know. a like a Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes hybrid
1: right exactly and so and that's what I think that the XFL needs I don't know how easy that is to do but I think if you get more guys like PG, uh, PJ Walker and Jordan Talmo I think that you got something going here I think that's going to make the game so much more exciting to watch just yeah. seeing because like PJ Walker besides just making great throws and, and running that his pocket presence today is Every time you're like, well, that's a sack. Like, if it's Landry Jones, it's a sack. Yeah. If it's Matt McGloin, it's a sack. If it's uh, Brandon Silvers, it's a sack. But with this guy, like, not a sack. Like, he got out of it so many times today. He would be wrapped up in the backfield. And you're thinking, like, there was one one where they ended up calling him down. But he got, like, he, like, somersaulted backwards. Yeah. This guy tackled him, got up on his feet, and started running. And they weren't going to, I mean, like, if they didn't review that, they were going to let that play stand. Like, he was going to be fine.
0: So, I mean, I think... Just in general, the quarterback position is changing. Now it's yeah. now they're looking at a mobile quarterback who can you know throw on the run and has a pretty decent arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for years it's been the Manning type, the Brady type. Right now it's now we're get looking more at the Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson, those Lamar Jackson, those yep. kind of guys. So the Absolutely. league is changing and. Um, Guys like Landry Jones and Matt McGloin, they're getting weeded out. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're washed. Yeah, they're yeah. showing they're showing their their true colors and yeah. like how like how limited they really are.
1: Right. No. Exactly. And there's just not a lot that they can do in there because like if their receivers aren't open, or if they have any type of pressure whatsoever, balls either going to be picked. Yeah. Or they're taking a sack. There's no other options. Yeah, yeah. Take, take a sack or throw it away. And yeah, or it's going to be thrown just, away. That's yeah. just a dead
0: play. Right. With these guys, at least they, you have a chance. Yeah. You can turn nothing into something.
1: Yeah. No, like, P.J. Walker today had the most exciting incomplete pass I've ever seen. Like, I was yeah. on
0: the edge of my seat, and I was
1: excited after he threw an incomplete pass. Right. Because he got out of, like, three tackles, ran around a lot, made a great – or didn't make a great throw because it was incomplete, but still, like, got out of it, and it was exciting – and then like Landry Jones today, I saw him with probably on the flip side of that, probably one of the most like boring uh, completions I've ever seen, where right. he just catches a little five yard hitch, and I was like, yeah, okay,
0: <laughs> you know, like, no big deal,
1: right? So yeah, I think like I just I'm still pushing to see uh, Johnny football back. Oh, he should definitely come him. back.
0: Yeah, I think Colin Kaepernick should should try it out. Yeah, if, well, if, he, if he, yeah, you know decided to humble himself and you know if you wanted to play football that bad he could definitely play in the xfl i'm sure i'm sure a team would open up would welcome him with open arms
1: yeah and they have they asked him to try out and he uh he turned him down the aaf asked him to play xfl asked him to play and he turned both of them down because he wants to go to the nfl and i just i mean it's like if you want to play football that bad and you offered a spot to play football like all these guys in the xfl are doing
0: yeah
1: i mean wouldn't you take it if, if, it, po- if it was for football wouldn't you
0: take it yeah it's kind of hypocritical but yeah. i mean that's a whole another can of worms right yeah we're, that we're I, gonna... I don't really want to get into yeah um but yeah like you said if you wanted if it was just for football he would play mm-hmm. so
1: yeah um okay other big thing in this game we talked about the two picks that were thrown by jordan talmo uh, Houston didn't turn the ball over one time. Yeah. And if you call the penalty that should have been an offside where we went through one of his interceptions, and if the line holds their blocks a little bit better and that ball doesn't get tipped on the other on the first interception, uh, it's zero turnovers to zero turnovers. So right. that's another positive there, is that you're having very positive drives that are leading to scoring because this was a very high-scoring game in 20-24, you know. And right. And so... Um, and so that's where I think, like this game, if if the XFL was like this every single game, like ratings through the roof. Yeah. You know? And obviously the XFL has no control over that. Um, but at the same time, like this is like this game was the perfect model for like what an, what I think an XFL football game should look like. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay. Uh, anything else as a as a whole from the weekend? Any any big no? takeaways?
0: Um, I think overall that the the week of the, the second week of the XFL, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I think it matched the same intensity and the same um, you know entertainment level mm. I guess um, as week one. So yeah, I think they're still going strong. I think that they have the potential to produce a really good product for in the in the years. Uh, coming. Right. So hopefully, um, other teams or other uh, fans um, continue to watch it and go to the games and support. Yeah. Um, because that's what what all it comes down to. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think again, like people are saying, you know, like um, the XFL is gonna last very long and all this stuff and like, right. but it's just like I don't I don't get how you you could be against having football now, yeah. you know? Because like the best thing that you could have following football is more football. Right. Immediately more football, yeah. you know. And I get like it's going to be tough like when March Madness hits. Like that's obviously going to be tough to yeah. compete with. But you still have, you know, the playoffs that are going to yeah. be in April and everything and and end of May and stuff. So it's like I don't know, I would rather have football than no football at all. Right. So it's like I just don't think that's a very good argument. Um,
0: it's a good it's a nice little middle stretch like between, you know, end of winter, beginning of spring, right. and then once, you know, NFL training camp starts preseason in like August, yeah. end of the end of the summer.
1: Exactly. No, it's like it's just enough football to get you through not having, you know, college or NFL football. And right. by the time that this is over with, there's so much less waiting time right. where you have to sit and stomach baseball for a couple months until football comes yeah. back on. You know, it's so like I I'm all for it, and I hope that it sticks around. Um, Okay, so as far as week three goes, um, we have the Houston Roughnecks versus the Tampa Bay Vipers. That one we might see our first absolute blowout, like slaughtering, because like the Defenders versus the Guardians, that was, you could say that was a blowout, but this game could be like an outright blow. Yeah, this one, this one could be like absolutely no chance, Um, and I hope that's the case. Um, Renegades are coming to Seattle uh, This weekend At 5pm Eastern time That game is going to be on Fox The Roughnecks vs. Vipers That will be on ABC um, And then on Sunday Two games there are going to be the Guardians versus the Battlehawks um, And then Following that Side so that games on ESPN and following that on Fox Sports 1 Is going to be Defenders versus the LA Wildcats um, I don't know what, what games are you looking forward to the most?
0: Um. Hmm. I mean, I still want to see uh, uh, P. J. Walker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So him, uh, Jordan Teamu, and then uh, D. C. with Cardell Jones. Mm. Those are the three teams that bring that have really, you know, piqued my interest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because those players that I just named, they're electric. Yeah. And they bring a different excitement to the game. So I want to watch exciting players do exciting things.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Roughnecks destroying the Vipers, for sure. Um, I'm also looking forward to seeing how Landry Jones comes back from a rough start his first game. They got the win. I'm looking forward to seeing how they do against the Seattle Dragons defense. You know, yeah. because I think that this game is going to be big for the Renegades to see just how durable is Landry Jones going to be this season, because... Yeah. Seattle's defense showed that like they can, you know, like they're not bad, you know, yeah. and like the like you look at the DC defender score that was like thirty one nineteen, but I'm pretty sure Silver's threw two pick sixes in that game, right? So you're just giving the other team points. I not that's not the defense's fault, you know. Yeah. So I think that that's going to be a big test. I also want to see if this is the last straw for Brendan Silver's. I hope it is because I don't really I've yeah. been super impressed with them so far. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one um, and I also want to see I'm going to test it out and see if I do in fact want to buy tickets eventually to this, yeah. uh, Seattle Dragons game I mean I think we got it just for experience oh 100% I think it'd be awesome go um, to CenturyLink you know, oh yeah no, be it'd be a fun. great road trip um, yeah go up there and meet some fans sign some autographs uh,
0: yeah <laughs> all that and all that good sit, stuff sit with uh, you know Roger you know, not Roger Goodell but yeah. uh, the <laughs> owner of there. the of the dragons and yeah you know get maybe do the coin toss we'll see
1: yeah no we'll see we'll go uh we'll we'll be talking to um our big time um listeners and cam chancellor and yeah and, uh, kj right there on the
0: sidelines today that yeah was cool um, so we'll get a chance to talk to them and, yeah
1: no, it'll be fun catching up with them it's been yeah. a while
0: um what get else them on the show <laughs> yeah. we definitely got to get them on the show yeah
1: no we keep we keep bailing on them last minute they're um, like hey we're coming down to Newburg. um and and we're like yeah sounds good and then we just kind of ghost them and then I, I kind of forget about it yeah you know uh, so we just got so many things going on but uh, okay the other game is I'm gonna agree with you with the defenders and the Wildcats yeah um just because I want to see Cardell Jones play again he's been he's been the face of the league so far yeah um, I also want to see Josh Johnson I think that the end of this last game was finally when he started to like to click get it off. right and so I'm hoping that he can carry that over um. If not, I'm kind of going to start giving up on the Wildcats. I've already given up on the Vipers. Uh, the Renegades, if they can't show me something in Seattle, I'm going to start giving up on them. Yeah. Uh, and the Guardians, if they can't turn it around, I'm going to give up on them as well. And that's four teams out of the eight teams that yeah. are just eliminated from my, you know. Right, off know, your from, radar. Yeah, exactly. I, they just have no chance. Um, after this week, if I had to pick the two teams that I think um, we're going to see – in the championship, um, I think it's gonna be roughnecks and defenders. Yeah. I think I, I think, God, did we say that last week too? I can't remember. Yeah, I think I think, I think we think so. did roughnecks. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's all gonna come down to the roughnecks and the defenders. Yeah,
1: and I think, and I mean, I I think that that holds true into week two. I think that they've been the most consistent so far. They're also the the uh, only two undefeated teams, I believe, at uh-huh. this point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, exciting stuff. That'll be next week. Um. We will try to maybe do a prediction show on Friday. I didn't quite work out with Valentine's Day and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. I'm not going to lie. but uh, And we'll see if maybe we can get Egan in. If not, I don't know. We'll see. Um, he he <laughs> started the, well, I don't know if he started, but him and his friends, the S3 clothing brand, um, they misspelled Jeremiah. Right. Which was
0: hilarious. Jeremiah? Yeah.
1: Jer. Yeah. Jer. Eh. Jerry I my Jerry I Maya I think they spelled yeah. it like instead of Jerry, Jerry Maya, a, Maya yeah, Jerry Maya yeah there you go never heard of that uh Bible uh character before but yeah so they're starting a clothing brand so that's where his priorities are right now um so we'll see uh, how long that lasts. they're already getting slandered on Instagram because they misspelled Jerry Maya Jerry Maya Jerry Maya you hate to see it but oh it's so funny good Good times. All right. Well, that's our show. Um, We'll see you guys on Friday, hopefully, for our uh, prediction show. And then we'll see you again right back here on Sunday for a recap. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Peace.